0: Welcome back to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We couldn't do these without the incredible support of our sponsors, and we want to take a moment to say thank you to all of them. First, thanks to our great diamond sponsor, Varsity Brands, including BSN, Varsity Spirit, and Herff Jones. Varsity Brands, elevating student experiences in sport, spirit, and achievement. We also want to say thank you to our great platinum sponsors, including Ephesus Lighting, innovating a brighter future at every level. Camp Mobile, where leaders communicate better. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. Gipper. Sports graphics made incredibly simple and vital signs bring student achievements to life. Thanks to all of our great sponsors. Welcome back everyone to another episode of the educational AD podcast. Our guest today is truly a good friend, Josh Scott. Josh is a certified master athletic administrator He's the district AD for the Springfield School District in Springfield, Missouri. He's also a longtime member uh, with the NIAAA, where he is, uh, let's say, in the the final year, I guess, of being the uh, secretary for the NIAAA board, uh, also very active in his state association. Josh, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hey, thanks a lot, Jake. Really appreciate being with you.
0: Oh, well, we've been looking forward to having this uh, conversation for a while. As you know, uh, the life of an AD is very busy these days. Uh, For our listeners, uh, we're recording this on March 9th. So we're coming up on that one year anniversary of uh, the C word. Uh, But Josh, we always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So tell us a little bit about yourself, where you grew up, where you went to school and college and maybe how your love of sports led to this career in athletic administration.
1: Sure, well, I am uh, in my 20th year in education, Uh, went and uh, was fortunate enough after high school in St. Louis to uh, go to a small liberal arts college and play a little soccer and uh, study world history, American history and uh, had an opportunity to teach in, in St. Louis area or drive two hours away from everybody that I knew in order to be an assistant soccer coach and an American history teacher at a high school. And so I took it. And uh, I jumped out to Rolla and the whole first year I thought I'm going to be here a year and I'm going to head back home, get to St. Louis. And uh, that next year, Rolla High School hired a, an English teacher that uh, later became my wife. So we met my second year. And not only have I not headed back towards St. Louis, we've actually just moved as a family further west and further away from my family. So uh, had a great tenure in Rolla. I uh, became the head soccer coach in Waynesville, which is about 30 miles down the road. And uh, two hours or, or two years after starting, uh, I give my father-in-law all of this advice. You know, the athletic administrator job came open and I had just finished my master's. And, and he said, uh, you know, you always interview for any job that you may want, you may be interested in, even if you don't think it's the right time. You put your name in so that they know they have somebody there that that has interest. And I did. And and, uh, crazy, after seven years in education, uh, I became the athletic director at uh, Waynesville, Missouri. And I was there for 10 years. Uh, Amazing experience. Uh, Was the athletic administrator for seven through 12. Uh, We were a highly impacted school by the United States Army being next to Fort Leonard Wood. Uh, so had different. Uh, I probably did more transfers than anybody else in the state of Missouri with uh, soldiers and their children coming in from different bases all around the country. I feel like I know the athletic directors from Fort Hood down in Texas by name, uh, just because of the, how much we would correspond back and forth. And uh, you know, my my tenth year, this uh, district AD position came open in Springfield, Missouri, and and uh, Todd Olson. Uh, former president of the NIAAA board uh, up in North Dakota. He just said, Josh, there is no right time. There's just a jump. And uh, and I did. And uh, my wife and I, we uh, we moved our family up here. We're very, very fortunate. We were uh, one of the last groups to go through Ethiopia for a one-visit adoption process. And uh, ele- well, he's 11 now, so 10 and a half years ago. Uh, we- we brought Gabe home uh, from Ethiopia. He's 11 now and, and coach, I, I am back into coaching. I am uh, a, a under 12 youth soccer coach right now also, while being a district AD.
0: Wow, man of many hats uh, as are most uh, ADs. Um, it, it's always great to hear these stories. And again, as you know, I spent some time, uh, a long time ago back in the 90s in Missouri and uh, every one of those towns, uh, if I haven't been there myself, you know I, I'm very familiar with that. So uh, we loved our time in Missouri. Um, talk a little bit about that transition from building AD to district AD. Um, you know, what were some maybe some surprises? What were some things that uh, you know you just you hit the ground running and hit it out of the park?
1: So I mean, I think we all relate to this when you you are a building athletic administrator. Uh, the amount that your job detail goes into uh, is ridiculous. You're the scheduler, you're the problem solver, you're the floor cleaner, the basketball putter down, the uh, electrician sometimes, you know, climbing into uh, the back of scoreboards to make sure something wasn't hooked up right or or, or doesn't, doesn't go together. So leaving that day-to-day hectic environment and then coming here and trying to lead five, distinctly different high school programs, uh, really trying to learn that that concept of fair is not always equal and trying to be there to support the programs what they need to put them on a a level step. And and I like to think that we've done a a pretty good job of bringing uh, what I would consider common building administrator uh, roles and, and how you be, you are successful in details to a district level is, has kind of helped to put our programs on a, on a good footing right now.
0: Very, very well said. I love that expression. Fair is not always equal. I guess that applies to teenagers as well as uh, athletic directors.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You
0: know, Josh, we also ask our ADs um, about their mentors in our profession, leadership and mentoring is, is so important. So I'm curious, who are some of your mentors, uh, either uh, teachers or coaches you had growing up, or maybe people that you've worked with, or worked for? Um, whose voice do you still hear in your head?
1: Well, it's, it's kind of funny, we just had a, a Missouri planning meeting this weekend. And I, I told this story, you know, I've become very, I've been been very fortunate to be really active with the mi and uh i i can pinpoint it all the way back to a phone call actually jake you know it was uh middle of missouri it's december it's cold there's sleet and snow coming down and i called jeff whitney who was in our conference um and i i was going to call him and say hey do you think you guys will travel tonight what are you doing the roads are bad and he said i'm in san diego he was at the national conference and uh I said, what do, you, what, what do you mean you're in San Diego? It's December and it's starting the school year. And he goes, no, 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 I'm at the NIAAA conference. And it's my first year as an athletic administrator. And I'm like, I don't know what that is, but I know I wanna be there. Uh, so I, I look at him, uh, I look at Marty O'Hearn in uh, the NIAAA, our executive director. Uh, he really took a young guy, brought me in under his wing and, uh, and, and really helped just to support and push my professional growth. And then probably my best friend uh, is Mike McGurk out of Lee's Summit, the NIAAA board, president-elect. Mike came in, he moved into Missouri the same time uh, I became an AD in Waynesville. And it was a great relationship because Mike was not in a conference. And uh, my school was always willing to play him because of our proximity but whenever we needed to move a game he had no choice but he would move it for us so it, it what turned into a, a jokingly great relationship even today when I have issues or, or questions I call the bounce things off of Mike.
0: Oh wow a g- great story and I, obviously you know I, I know Mike from uh, you know our time together. Um, go ahead and pick up on that. Uh, we always like to share especially with their younger EDs the journey that, you know, we're on and that we're still on um, with the state and the national organization. So you, uh, you got hooked up, uh, you know, the, the next national conference, I'm sure you were attending, but talk about that whole journey.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, when I have the opportunity to go in and speak to some college students that maybe want to be future coaches or future athletic administrators, uh, I always use this line, and, and I just like it for myself, professionally. I have made an amazing career out of continually signing up for and going after jobs that I probably wasn't qualified for. Um, None of us know what being an athletic administrator is until you become it. And, you know, I distinctively remember years three through five of being an AD thinking, am I getting worse at this job? Because every year you do it, you learn more of what what it takes to be a good athletic administrator. And you think, why am I not doing that? Where am I gonna find the time? How am I gonna get this done? And so it it takes perseverance. It takes leaning on a support system. It takes identifying those peers around just to to understand you're not in it by yourself. Um, You know, your state association is so important because if we look around, I'm really, really fortunate right now because I'm in a district with 14 athletic administrators. Uh, We have one at each of our high schools. I have a direct assistant here uh, and and then we have them at our middle schools also. So all of us together had the opportunity to work together for, for the betterment of each other. But generally at a high school, especially in Missouri, you're in the school by yourself. So that state association, that national association, the membership, the IAA Magazine, the podcast, uh, you know, it's crazy now. Uh, you know, I think Jake, your your AD podcast. Uh, you know, I think we have beyond the bench, all everybody else going. There is information out there for you. You just need to go after it and find it.
0: Mm-hmm. What um, share just a little bit that um, big jump from say CAA to CMAA, and and share what your project was. Well, I. I think
1: all of us, uh, if we're gonna preach education-based athletics to our coaches, what are you doing to model it? You know, I would not ever be happy with a a head basketball coach or a football coach or a soccer coach that never went to a conference. I want them to ask me to go, I wanna turn them around. And in my opinion, that's our job to model that we're gonna do the exact same thing. Uh, One of the first things that I did as an administrator Is I found out that our courses uh, through the Professional Development Academy are all accredited. You know, through Advanced Ed, and now they're about ready to be accredited through Cognia uh, with leadership training. You need to go to your building, your superintendent of your school district, and say, "Look at look at who accredited these programs. This is good stuff." And then you need to talk about how I can take courses on legal. I can take courses on game management. I can take courses on dealing with difficult personalities and i can improve in my area let me focus here and i will cause less issues for your building principal and for you as a superintendent and that's really what i began it with and, and she wasn't she was vested in so where you know i wasn't i was, didn't have to wear that hat as an assistant principal and so she was invested in me improving professionally and, and I just went after it, and, and it became a goal to get it done as soon as possible because I wanted to show my coaches hey, you should go be a CIC, you know, with through the NFHS Learn. I'm going to do the same thing. Uh, my project, I'm really, really proud of it. Uh, I wrote a CMAA project on creating a mentoring program, and it is actually the program that is currently in place for the MIAAA. So. Uh, I, I pushed it through, uh, wrote the program, established it and and now it is in action so I'm really really proud of it and I, I, I do want to say my idea was like right here and Jen Brooks at Ursuline, she's taking that that program and just doing a fantastic job.
0: And, I mean and there's another connection that's that's come up through the um, involvement with NIAAA and then you know the podcast and now her podcast and her organization so I know Jen's great uh geez Missouri is just a hot bit. you know uh you know you Mike McGurk uh, you know my good friend Dixie Westcott so um we don't want to go down that hole um let's go ahead and take that uh, idea of your project mentoring which was adopted by your state association and talk about best practices. One of the things that we've tried to do with the podcast is share some best practices. So um, from your perspective, someone who's you know seen it at the state level and very much at the national level as well, what are some things that your ADs are doing in Springfield that you can look at with equal parts uh, pride and humility and say, we do this better than anybody else. What are some best practices out of Springfield schools?
1: One one of the things that I'm really proud of, and this may be a little bit of a contra- controversial take uh, on an age old, you know, stance that we have through athletic administration. You know, everybody across the country knows and has and understands the 24 hour rule, right? You know, after game, parents upset. We're going to have 24 hour rule. Uh, and, and something when we interview coaches and I always cringe with it, that, you know, coaches wear like a badge and they'll say, I don't talk to parents about playing time, you know, and that, that is, that's there. And I look through and I'm like, well, parents are going to talk. Do we want them to talk in our office or on Facebook or on Twitter or on Instagram? So I have really tried to empower our coaches and empower our athletic directors to say, let's get the parents in the building. I don't care what pretense they come to you and say, I wanna visit, I wanna talk about this. We get them in a room and then we have the ability to change the conversation, to talk about you know, our purpose. Are our kids getting competitive, honest and loyal? Uh, are, are we hurting your son or your daughter? And then more importantly, here's opportunities for your daughter to improve. So I like to feel like we've done a good job of taking that old example of word, no, no, no. And and we have turned it more service oriented to come in. Our doors are open, come have a conversation. And then we try to reshape that conversation as soon as they get in the door.
0: You know, obviously I like that because it goes right along with uh, the new course. uh, I'm part of the team authoring, uh, partnering with parents. So it is, and, and you're right. It's a great example of the pendulum, you know, swinging from that extreme and, and I remember saying this myself as a coach, as an AD, you know, hey, we don't talk about playing time, to, you know, kind of finding out, you know, the real root of, of the issue. You know, the kids, as you know, the kids are usually okay with whatever's happening. You know, it's the parent that's suffering. So, you know, giving that parent a chance to vent and uh, and be heard is, is 90% of it. Um. As we mentioned, we're coming up on the one-year anniversary of uh, COVID shutting everything down. So uh, what's happening right now um, in Missouri, in Springfield, not just with return to play, but also with return to school? Share with our listeners what the, uh, the current state is in Missouri.
1: So uh, you know, as of everybody, last March, we, we did shut down for the spring semester. We went virtual. Uh, we opened the year up on kind of a hybrid Uh, kids had a choice uh, to go fully virtual or it was a Monday Tuesday schedule with three days virtual or a Thursday Friday depending upon the the alphabet and right now we are an extended hybrid version so we are in-person learning Monday Tuesday Thursday Friday and Wednesday is a virtual learning day, so we're 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 learning five days, uh, but it's a little bit of a hybrid model. And uh, our numbers look good; uh, our vaccinations are going up uh, across Missouri. We're really really excited, and uh, I I believe that there is going to be a push for the end of this school year to get back to five days in person is our goal.
0: How have uh, things been progressing athletically for you?
1: You know, athletically, we've been really, really fortunate. Our executive director of the State Association, Dr. Erhan, is also the president of the NFHS board. And Dr. Erhan uh, has led us tremendously. I mean, one of the things, Coach, that we have learned is that right now, uh, that mental health of our kids is plummeting nationally. Uh, you know, you think of all the stories of the kids that the only thing that they have positive in their life is that school experience and that school activity. Those kids without that opportunity uh, are hurting right now. And we've been committed in Missouri uh, to have sports where we can, following local policies. Uh, we have held all of the traditional fall uh, championships. We're in route. Uh, we're in the middle of, of wrestling right now and basketballs. We're in postseason for basketball uh, as we speak, and uh, track has started. So we are on track. And one of the things I love about our state association, they even added an alternative fall season for the schools that could not participate in traditional fall because of rules or regulations with with COVID.
0: Wow, what a great uh, opportunity for those schools. You know, whereas everyone lost sports last spring, you know, there were, even here in Florida, uh, you know, we had schools that uh, got a very, very late start. So, uh, you know, what a great option. Josh, another question that um, we've been asking the athletic directors revolves around uh, this idea of social awareness, uh, you know, social justice, if you will. And um, my question is this, you know, what are some things that, we can do as athletic administrators, what are some things that we can do better uh, to serve our students, our families, our our programs in this area of social awareness?
1: Yeah, what a a great question. I mean, we have been hitting on this the the last two years with our athletic administrators and talking about it with our coaches. Uh, I think we need to be really, really careful with our team Twitter pages, Instagram pages. We need to make sure that if we are going to be determined to highlight some holidays, that we highlight all the holidays. Uh, You know, we've had the conversation and made the statement with our uh, coaches here in Springfield that we're here for extracurricular activities, uh, education-based athletics for every student in Springfield Public Schools, not just students related to a certain religion or a race. Uh, I I think another item that we have to understand is that more than likely a black man will have a different experience than me as an athletic administrator. A white female or a female of color will have a different experience of me uh, than, than I would. And we have to understand that and embrace it and try to figure out how do we all work together uh, our kids are uh, hiring practices. Are we looking uh, to hire coaches that mirror our under-resourced or underprivileged kids? What are we doing in an effort to try and meet uh, needs of, of those student athletes in our program? So there, there is so much information out right now. Uh, I know a, a great resource is uh, through teachingtolerance.com. Is an unbelievable website to go to and look through. So there's there's ton of opportunities for there, but it, we don't get there without discussion and and an introspective look.
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, have you had any um, say, say student leaders or, or coaches, um, you know, show a desire to you know get that discussion going?
1: Yeah, I'm really proud of our school district here in Springfield, Missouri. We have. Uh, been doing some equity training the last two years, I was actually fortunate enough to be one of our equity trainers uh, for uh, this year's training. And uh, we have coaches that are members of those teams. And, you know, it, it's, it's, we, we definitely do. And uh, a really, really awesome event that we had two years ago. It was a it was Dr. King Day. So it's a Monday. It's in January, it's cold, we don't have school. And, and a big push of mine was, let, let's do something for Dr. King Day. So I just sent out a note to all of our coaches um, of, of uh, you know, sports our five high schools and said, hey, come join me. We're going to take part in the uh, march uh, with the NAACP for Dr. King's holiday. Come on up. And we had representatives from all five schools. We had over 100 kids uh it it was great one of my favorite pictures that I've had since being in this role is all the kids in our different uniforms different schools all together and uh that was that was really neat because I mean you you know in the winter you get a day off of school it's cold I mean we're in Missouri right it's not like Florida so it's not 72 degrees cold it's cold uh and these kids got up got on a bus, came with us, marched outside, and it was just another idea of, hey, it's not a day off of school, there's, there's a reason for it, um, and so I'm really, really proud of that event.
0: Oh, yeah, no, what a, what a great uh, great memory. Yeah. Um, let's lighten things up here a little bit. Um, you're no longer in the classroom, you're not, you know, coaching a varsity sport, um, what's your favorite part of the day? What gets you excited about coming into the office every morning?
1: So I, I, like, I like office work. I like, being, I like being available for the athletic administrators. Uh, I like being able to, to turn around and answer for them uh, within, within 24 hours so that they get it. Uh, but probably the biggest thing that I get is uh, we are lucky enough to host the Bass Pro Tournament of Champions Basketball Tournament. And uh, it is the number one attended high school basketball tournament in the country. And the ability to speak to uh, coaches of these elite programs across the United States is definitely something that I, I never thought that I would be doing.
0: Wow, that is, uh, sounds like a very cool experience, eh? Yes. Josh, it's been great catching up with you. I know we get to see each other every year at, at nationals and sometimes uh, those events in between, but uh, we're not done yet. Uh, we always like to wrap up with what we call the athletic director's toolbox. and Right now I'm gonna task you with sending out a brand new athletic director on their very first job, but I'm only gonna let you put three things in their toolbox. What three items are gonna go in Josh Scott's athletic director toolbox? Okay.
1: So the, the first thing I'm gonna put in there is, is just a real phone without a texting option. Okay. One of the the things that I believe we all need to be better at is building those personal connections and those personal relationships. Don't text everyone every time you have a question. Don't text people with a problem. Don't text people to say you're upset about what happened last night's game. Pick up the phone and call people. So it would definitely be some sort of a a rotary phone or an old school army backpack cell phone. You know, one of the big suckers that you can't text with. Um, you know, no, number two, um, I would probably put uh, some sort of a calendar to schedule nights off with your family. Uh, we, we all will work way too much. Uh, you will, you know, m- my son... Uh, his birthday is the 29th of September. My wife's is the 1st of October. It's football season. Um, you know, the, the amount of birthdays that we did not celebrate on their birthday, it's okay. They still know you love them. Just schedule it and say, we're gonna go out Saturday night for birthdays. Schedule it and, and make it an absolutely important night. Uh, number three, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a column. And I'm going to list the coaches sports for their for their school. And I'm going to have one list, which is going to say education based sports or activities. And the other list is going to say major sports. And I'm going to list everything in their school under the education based activity. You won't ever hear me say major sport. When you start referring to Football, basketball, others is, you know, your revenue sports is your major sports. You are cutting your own legs out from under you because for that 16 year old kid or that cross country coach or track coach or tennis or golf, their major sport is their sport, especially while they're in it. So don't make that mistake when you come in.
0: Uh, I love them all. I particularly like the last one. Uh, again, you know, our philosophy has always been if they're wearing that name across their uniform, hey, yeah. they're major, they're big time, and, and yeah. we're going to treat them as such. You know, they're Absolutely. representing our entire program. Okay. Yeah. Great stuff. Josh Scott, thanks so much for being on. If one of our listeners wanted to reach out and pick your brain a little bit, uh, what's the best way for them to get hold of you?
1: Uh, email is Scott at spsmail.org, or you can call me on my cell phone. Uh, my numbers are in the Porter portal, become a member, become a member, look it up. You can find it, get those benefits, but uh, 417-413-9823,
0: give me a call. Absolutely, check out the NIAAA portal. Josh Scott, thanks again uh, to our listeners. Remember the Zoom recordings of these interviews are also being uploaded to the FIAAA YouTube channel. And uh, thanks for listening. Come back again next time for another episode of The Educational AD.